When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. And now, part two of our two-part conversation with the president of the National Civil Rights Museum, Dr. Russ Wigginton. Stay tuned as we discuss the life and legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., the intentions and impact behind his final campaign, learn more about the National Civil Rights Museum, and how the museum will be honoring Dr. King's birthday this year. This is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast, and I am your host, Ramses Ja. So, um... Let's talk about what's in store for Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Um, and of course, you know, there's a lot of people that may not be able to make it there in person. Uh, if there are any virtual op- options for folks to participate, let's talk about those two. Sure. So we we um, it, it is um, it is a powerful, um, unprecedented uh, celebration. Um, it's 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 uh, it's it's. A tremendous that our country celebrates it, mm-hmm. uh, but we also re- are reminded that in 1986 that was not the case when the first King Day was established, and so we don't spend a lot of time reminding people of that. But we are conscious of the fact that, uh, you know, when I was a college student, uh, the, the celebration of King Day was uh, was was not a foregone conclusion. Mm-hmm. We are the um, uh the centerpiece if you will for what that means i think across the country yeah of course we expect upwards of 10,000 people on our campus uh it is a uh a, a a day that's free to anyone in the who attends it's a it's a magnificent community celebration it's a renewal for so many people mm-hmm. um we invite people to go to civilrightsmuseum.org and kingday.org to learn more about the opportunities that will be uh, presented for them, whether they're here in person or uh, virtually. It's a day in which we do the kinds of things that we think Dr. King would would celebrate and stand for. Um, 
it is a significant day for the Mid-South Food Bank because we host a food drive that generates a enormous amount of food for those less fortunate. And people bring canned goods and, and, and really come together in this unique way. We also host a, a blood drive that hmm. by talent uh, sponsors where people give literally give blood to uh, to help in that regard. And as you know, there's there's a national sh- shortage in that yeah. regard, particularly as it relates to, to African-Americans and people of color. We're, we're lucky that we have um, not just local support, but national support from sponsors like FedEx and Ford Motor Company and Wells Fargo and uh, uh, many others who make sure that we're able to have a day where people can just be on our grounds. They can participate in a, in a, a tour. We have a, uh, a 10,000 square foot tent mm. where all kinds of activities for youth, um, other social service organizations get a chance to toot their horn, if you will, and galvanize people to be involved. We have over 600 volunteers for that day to help uh, ensure that it's a, a true day of renewal. We have music. I mean, we are in Memphis. So, you yeah, know, of course, having, <laughs> having music is 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 kind of kind of normal. Right. Sure, sure. We have music. We have um, uh, moments of spirituality. We play Dr. King speeches uh, throughout the day. It's a powerful, powerful day. We have the unique partnership with the Memphis Grizzlies um, in which we host a uh, intersection of race and sports forum. Uh, People like uh, Grant Hill will be will serve on that panel this year. It is a um, it's a one of a kind event that really carries a, a tone of rejuvenation. For not just this community, but I think for our society at large. I love that. Um, and and you mentioned a few things, but um, let's also mention the Freedom Award. Uh, that's a an annual event for the museum, right? Absolutely. So let's talk about that. Since our founding in 1991, we have hosted an annual event called Freedom Award, where we lift up individuals who we think have uh, done extraordinary work in the area of civil and human rights and social justice. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a destination event. We have people come from all over the country to spend, spend time with us on that long weekend. Uh, Our first recipients were Rosa Parks and Coretta Scott King. And when you think about the three or four people that we honor every year, it is, it is a, it's a one of a kind list. And, and what I like to tell people is it's so important that we do this because so many of the people that we've lifted up and honored, we, we, we are no longer with us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when, when you have people like Nelson Mandela and the Dalai Lama who uh, inspired us uh, by being recipients, when, you know, when, and people who we've recently lost like Sidney Poitier and Colin Powell and, so many others, Jackie Robinson, on and on and on. 
Two years ago, we honored former First Lady Michelle Obama and a mm -hmm. special tribute to Darnella Frazier. Okay. Uh, and we also uh, honored uh, the Poor People's Campaign two years ago. This past October, it's the third, the third Thursday in October every year, uh, we honored uh, Pulitzer Prize winning uh, author of the King Trilogy, um, uh, Taylor Branch. Uh, we also honored former or current Pulitzer Prize winner Isabel Wilkerson, and we honored FedEx founder Fred Smith, who mm -hmm. recently retired. And you know, to to lift up someone who um, who people know through this corporate lens, but don't know, did not know his full story of the relationship that he built as while serving in the military, his first deep and meaningful exposure to African-Americans and how when he founded that the company FedEx years later, how FedEx really paved the way for senior officers in a company and hiring African-American pilots and that sort of thing. Wow. So, Back in the early 70s, when FedEx was founded, they had a unprecedented presence of African-American senior leaders before it became the thing to even talk about. And so his story got lifted up. We also gave a special tribute to Jeffrey Robinson, whose um, who's recent documentary that's on Netflix has been um, you know, kindly reviewed. He happens to be a Memphis native and and his his real speaking truth to power documentary around race and racism in this country, we think is really important. So the Freedom Award is is our effort to lift up individuals who have done meaningful work in this country and in this world. We have uh, two. Well, our current president. Uh, Joe Biden was a recipient of the Freedom Award several years ago, and 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 years ago, uh, Bill Clinton was as well. So, you know, if we run the gauntlet on the kind of people we try to highlight, mm -hmm. but the real purpose is to make sure that we continue to recognize people who've done uh, extraordinary work through the lens of civil and human rights. I think that there's something special about. Um a museum um, highlighting, you know, uh, good work, um, especially, you know, like you said, you're trying to capture people um, while they're still around, giving them flowers or, or making sure that we highlight those that we may have lost um, so that they are kind of enshrined in our uh, country's consciousness. Um, I think that we've kind of, uh, there's, there's been a, a not insignificant section uh, of this country that is actively trying to erase our history. And so I think that brings me to my next question. Um, I, I want you to talk to our listeners about, you know, because we're up against, you know, people battling, pushing back against CRT, quote unquote, um, which in effect is just, is just American history. Um, we're, we're, seeing this pushback against telling the truth about our stories, why we are where we are, um, why we want what we want, um, and so forth and so on. 
and framing our realities in such a way to where um, things appear to be more circumstantial than innate, right? This is not the divine order. This is based on an artific artificial structures and so forth. And so uh, I, my question is, or rather what I want to hear from you is I want you to explain why the education found at the museum is more important now than ever before. Absolutely. And you are uh, very astute observations you've just made. And, you know, I assumed this position in August of 2021. And, and part of where I think we are situated now is that we actually have this really distinct opportunity to lift up our voice in a national platform in a unprecedented way. Mm -hmm. And I think we are poised to do that in, in really three strategic areas. The first one being education. So if you imagine in the in this, I'll just call it a conversation. Because mm -hmm. I'm I'm more diplomatic, right? Sure. It's a conversation or noise around critical race theory. Yeah. And what that means. If you think about this place and you think about you what what people probably don't know is that we have an archive of approximately 11,000 items. Mm. These are facts tangible archival materials that most people have never seen and haven't seen the, 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 the vastness of our collection. We are in the process of digitizing all of that material. And we are going to build a curriculum through the lenses of the National Civil Rights Museum, the way we do our business. Yeah. And we are going to center that for the country and the world and we don't need school board approval. So we get to do it from our particular lens, okay. depoliticized. And because we've earned respect and regard, people receive, they're open to receiving this rich and complicated and uncomfortable history. Sure very differently than they are if you're trying to push through um, uh, approved or disapproved books through a school system. Yeah. So so we have we have this place by which that's rooted in the legacy of Dr. King that we can help change how people even approach and interpret the history of this country. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. 
And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com B-I-N today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot B-I-N. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. We are here today with president of the National Civil Rights Museum, Dr. Russ Wigginton, learning about one of Memphis, Tennessee's most historic and important attractions, discussing the life and legacy of Dr. King, as well as the intentions and impact behind his final campaign. So, um, let's tell our listeners uh, how we can support the museum and um, how we can keep up and tap in and all that sort of stuff. So uh, one question I'd like to ask is, you know, if in fact it is something that people can donate to, how would a person listening to today's show get a dollar from their pocket into the bank account for the National Civil Rights Museum? And then, of course, all the websites and social media. Absolutely. So if they go to civilrightsmuseum.org, um, they're going to have to click off of a donate donate button to get to the richness of our website. So we are uh, inviting people to contribute. And, and, and one of the things I think is important for people to know is um, the journey of this museum has been such that, um, you know, museums are having tough times these days. Mm-hmm. We, we are whole, right? So, what they can count on is they're investing in something that's been set up to be sustainable. So this isn't this isn't a situation where a year or two from now you're going to hear that the museum is is um, is about to go out of business because yeah. of 
because we don't have, you know, the 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 sort of fiscal foundation by which to uh, operate. At the same time, our ability to take the goodness that we have and really situate it for more people to experience, both in person and virtually, does rely on support. Okay. Um, and and so when you when you are on our site, you will see programs that are targeted specifically to educators and youth that are ongoing. We have speaker series. One is called Catalyst for Change, where we lift up particular topics. Uh, in 2023, we will be focusing on one of what I call our pillars. So there's education, there's arts and culture, and there's economic empowerment with a particular focus on health equity. So our Catalyst for Change series will, will be very much targeted on health equity. And when you think about why Dr. King came to Memphis, it wasn't just because there was a sanitation strike. I mean, he disrupted his trip for the Poor People's Campaign to come here. It was because three sanitation workers died who were full-time employees who still qualified for public assistance. And when they died due to poor sanitation truck equipment, mm -hmm. they did not have the support from the company or the resources really for a proper burial. And when you think about health equity, that's an economic empowerment issue then yeah. and today. Yeah, yeah. Right. So part of what we do is we we use this historical information to make it relevant to today's world. The other thing that's important that that is uh, underway is we are undergoing a significant renovation to the legacy building, which is the building across the street from the Lorraine Motel that is part of our campus, where the alleged shot from James Earl Ray was fired from. And so we are doing a total renovation of that building. And the purpose of that is to answer the question that everybody leaves with after they get a chance to experience room 306. And that is, what happened to the movement after Dr. King died? And if you think about his last book, Where Do We Go From Here? Chaos Our Community, that legacy building will talk about post-1968 and the influence of the traditional civil rights movement on other movements that came after 68. And then think about the continuum of our country from chaos, from chaos to community. Right. Yeah. And 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 I would argue that we're perpetually on this semi roller coaster. Of whether we are sort of in positive relations or not. Right. And so when, that. You think, yeah. <laughs> when you think about this chaos, our community, we have to talk about post 68. Movements and issues and think about how you incorporate all the things that have happened since then in the context of civil human rights. And think about today's 12-year-old who, in a decade, the likelihood that they're going to get a firsthand account of what was happening in 1968 in this, this civil rights moment 
the likelihood that they're going to get a first half account is is diminishing by the day. Yeah. So how do we make sure young people even care about this stuff? Because it's going to be 75 years, 70 years removed for them. And 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 the 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 risk of revisionism happening at a whole nother level is at play. So I would argue participating and supporting the museum is making sure that that doesn't happen. Okay. I like that. So um, we have the the website. Let's make sure that we plug in the social media as well. Um, and uh, just get everyone tapped in because obviously the momentum that you have uh, should be bolstered by each and every one of us. So absolutely. And and certainly we're on all of the social media platforms. Our hashtag for King Day is uh, our, is hashtag King Day 2023. Um, I really want to push people to our website uh, so that they can see the, the richness and fullness of all of our all of our programs. Yes, sir. We also have a, uh, a new program that I'm very excited about. OK, it's called the Corporate Equity Center. Mm. And it's essentially and the first aspect of the Corporate Equity Center is called the C-Suite Initiative. Okay. And uh, through the generosity of AutoZone, uh, we were able to establish this. And it was really in response to the George Floyd situation. Mm-hmm. So we have built our own DEI programming that that requires you to be centered physically in the museum. And so we are uh, offering for corporation and their C-suite leaders to have this immersion experience. We have a expert historian on staff. We have a neuroscientist who talks about the the brain and bias and unbiased disposition. Mm -hmm. We also have a longtime Wall Street executive who's been doing DEI work before we called it that, who paints this picture of the inability and lack of success for most companies to recruit and retain and have a sense of belonging for leaders of color. And she has solutions to how that can be remedied because Mm -hmm. she also has success stories. And what's really important about this, this corporate disposition is the same number of black CEOs that we had in 1970, the same percentage holds true today. If yeah. you think about the Fortune 500, yeah. So essentially, we've made zero progress and then, in 50 years yeah. in that context. So, point being, supporting, thinking about this in a comprehensive lens, the corporate culture, our youth, our educational curriculum and our fundamental understanding of Dr. King and so many other pioneers and and courageous people who allowed us to um, advance, if you will, uh, our country reaching its full potential. We have programs that that tap into all of that. 
in case you were wondering, I kind of like this place. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like it. I, 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 and that energy is infectious. Uh, let me be the one to share that with you because, um, like I said, I, um, I've, been, I've been there before, um, not to the museum, but to the city. And uh, I remember I recognized that I miss going to the Lorraine in short order. And it's just uh, serendipitous that our paths would cross today. So count on me uh, attending the museum in the days to come. So um, I, I can't thank you enough for taking the time to share uh, your insight, of course, and to share your passion with us today on this show. So once again, today's guest is the president of the National Civil Rights Museum, Dr. Russ Wigginton. Uh, thank you again, sir. Appreciate it. It's been my absolute pleasure. I appreciate the work that, that you all do. And uh, I consider you to be uh, one of our friends and partners. So let's stay in touch. Absolutely. I'm Maggie B. Nowen, and today I'll leave you with this. Quote, life's most persistent and urgent question is, what are you doing for others? Unquote. A faithful futurist, family man, and supreme go-giver in his time. This is one of Dr. King's most well-known, most impactful, and is certainly one of his most timeless quotes. Showcased in this conversation today, in the museum itself, and in the innumerable places around the globe where he is honored and celebrated. More than 50 years after the assassination of his body, the life of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. continues to teach, continues to lead, and continues to thrive. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was a man of divinity, a man of service, a man of courage, and a man of love. His life for all generations to come will forever be one of the most distinguished, outstanding, and clearest examples that we will be able to refer to and strive to live in alignment with. The National Civil Rights Museum at the Lorraine Motel in Memphis, Tennessee, in its strength, its support, its strategy, and its success, is another bold testimony of not only our nation's love and respect for Dr. King, but as a valiant monument standing tall against all roots of evil and hate in the name of peace, love, and justice. What was once just a motel is now a holy, educational, and protected community site. Proof in the 3D that love will always triumph over hate, that love will always win. Love does not fail. Love does not die. Dr. King's great friend and sister, Dr. Maya Angelos, quote, summarizes this concept best. She says, I know for sure that love saves me and it is here to save us all, unquote. As Dr. King's life and legacy demonstrate, love is what will lead us. Love is what will save us. A purposed and dedicated life of service and love, a life committed to loving and lifting others, is truly a life that lives and gives forever. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show is produced by Chris Thompson. Find your daily podcast host at Ramses Jaw on all social media. And did you have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. We'd love to hear from you. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. We look forward to your joining us tomorrow as we share our news with our voice from our perspective, right here on the Black Information Network Daily Podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. 
BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com.